It's the holiday season, and I'm giving a dirty look to Verbal Tap Legal because we have Gary Toner on the show. I'm just going to spoiler alert it. People saw that I wrote his giant ass two hard name on the title because he's a marquee fighter. But I submitted pre questions to Raf and Verbal Tap Legal. And my question to you, Raf, is this Who's the one that nixed all the genitalia questions? Was it you or was it Verbal Tap Legal? <laughs> It was verbal tap legal because I feel like censoring your form of expression is it's not right. It's like when they try to take away the emoji of an eggplant mm -hmm. on the Internet. But we all goddamn know what it means. I feel like and John Cena without a Speedo. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset on this end of the aisle. So I guess before we, we introduce him, Kev, we should go over some business. Did you almost die coming to the show today? Oh, my God. I refuse to answer yes. I did, but I refuse <laughs> to answer yes, because if it had said was rushing home through a blizzard to interview Gary Tonin on my tombstone, I would have come back to life and killed myself <laughs> again in front of that whole thing. I was driving through a winter storm in western Kansas because I was like, oh, Gary's a good get. No, no, no. You will drive through this. With the patience of a nun, because this is not going to be how you go. And it's important to note, outside of a few minor wind scares, I am here and I am alive. It should also be noted that this is one of the few times I've ever told a guest, we're targeting between Sunday and Monday. <laughs> Which is not really it's not helpful. He things, has a training but... schedule. He's a fighter. It's not a helpful window. Hey, the first two days, maybe we're uh, we're uh, we're with Comcast. We're gonna show up anytime between uh, you know two a.m. and uh, next Wednesday two, and two so... a.m. the following Wednesday. So hopefully you'll be there, right? I mean, hopefully you're hopefully you're good with that. You know, well, hopefully you'll be available for the next week and a half. Hold on, we haven't introduced you yet, so shut up. Pretend <laughs> okay. like you're like, not here. Still. People are like, who is it? So, Who's the guy? <laughs> here, Kev, we should go with our annual. This is the verbal tappies. These are the awards that we yes. give out to individuals that we feel establish themselves in the realm of MMA and jiu-jitsu. And this year, we put up and said many questions on our Instagram, and we said, who had one of the most memorable matches of the decade. Because we're closing in on a decade, depending on your definition of when it ends. But we're just going to call it a decade now. And Gary's name got, like, mentioned a whole bunch. Like, we got about 40 messages saying Gary Tonin in a match. At which point I said, you know what we have to do? We have to bring him on the show. So thus, we are bringing the nominee and designated winner, because he showed up, of... Best grappler in a match from the decade goes to Gary Tonin. Gary, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing wonderful, my friend. I just had several uh, Snickers as well as Twix. Wow. And uh, feeling pretty pumped up right now. Just had like a five hour nap in the middle of the day. So, <laughs> holiday season is treating me well. That is my favorite <laughs> thing to get from a guest where I was like, hey, man, Kev got in early. We can go early if you want. Nothing? Uh-oh. Four hours since we've last seen him? That's not good. Uh, he's on East Coast, too. Might have been nap time for Gary. But like a true professional, <laughs> you somehow rallied 
10 minutes mm-hmm. before we were going to show, which... Yeah, total mistake, by the way, because I had an alarm set for uh, 10 o'clock. I woke up at set alarm and then just went right back to bed with no, no. alarm set. So 100% could have just missed it at any point in time. So It would have been you know. really awkward for me to do an impression of Gary Tonin for the entire episode. So, But then I'm 22 minutes ago, a Christmas miracle happened. <laughs> A Cron Gracie-like <laughs> nightmare appeared in Gary's dreams. Cron arrived and said, you must awaken. He said, for what? <laughs> for why? He was like, a podcast. They laughed for two minutes, and then Gary <laughs> found himself accidentally awake because of all the laughter. And that's how we got him. I, I woke to the sound of my neighbors stomping all over the, the ceiling as well as shitty Mariah Carey Christmas music. Oh, so, my God. I miss was, the East uh, Coast. Oh, I miss you can it thank, so much. You can thank Mariah for this one. <laughs> I thank Mariah daily for a lot of shit, so this is not that unusual for it. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the weird part to me is Someone this. protect Mariah. Gary's not that far from her, and he's motivated, and he has the skills. Everybody keep an eye out. <laughs> uh, so, Gary, what what does a an athlete of your stature do during the holidays? Are you in the gym a thousand hours? Are you, uh, you know, making sure you're getting ready for your next theoretical fight, stay ready sort of mentality? Is that what you're doing right now? Hmm. Good question. Well, I am basically, like I said, eating as much terrible food as possible, uh, leftovers from uh, different family events, getting food poisoning every other day um, and uh, focusing on doing that uh, while John's away filming in Boston. So I can be like, when he comes back, I'll just be like, yeah, John, you know, getting in like three sessions a day, bro. <laughs> is, that really good, you know? is that John Danaher? Is that John No, that, that was me. That was me. No, I'm sorry. Not is that who, <laughs> is that the John you're referencing? He's in Boston filming. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Is he so, doing The Town 2 with Ben Affleck? What's he filming? <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's been there since, like, before Christmas. So. He's, he's also I mean, doing three I, small pornographic indie things, those we will not mm-hmm. be mentioning yeah. as verbal yeah, yeah, legal yeah, yeah. has already That's, not, that's not in the spirit of this podcast. <laughs> no, but he's – what's he filming in Boston? Oh, I mean, I guess he's, you know, it's funny because I got to take, talk to the guys in Boston and uh, they were like telling me, because John just tells us like he goes in films, right? Like we don't get the reference of like what actually goes down over there, you know? And uh, they're like, yeah, well, like when most people come in and they film DVDs, they, you know, they kind of just like, they, they stick to a general, you know, outline topic and they finish said topic. Okay. Like if you're going to do half guard, you keep doing half guard techniques and then that's the end of the dvd but apparently john will just work for like four to six hours like for doing a particular like move or something like that or or subject and then just like he'll just switch randomly halfway through to another dvd like that's not what they're what they're attempting to film like something else just out of the blue you know, and they're, they're he does like, it okay, memento okay. style so the director walks yeah. in like pulls polaroids off that are like John did half guard heel hook two years ago. Use in twenty twenty two. Like what the fuck? How do you follow <laughs> or, that? 
I think it's a little bit more like he's shooting all the Lord of the Rings at once. Where it's yeah. like, are we doing Return of the King now? Okay, cool. Thanks for telling us. John. I'm buying We're it still yeah. either way. Like, I want to be crystal clear. I'm like already on this website looking for whatever mm-hmm. the Dan or her four to six hour nonsense lessons. Like, yep. Where do I pay for that? But interesting. So you don't know. You don't have fucking. Apparently, uh, apparently he, um, I don't know. Just the sessions take. I don't know. I think it was like pretty much like the whole day. Like it's like twelve hours or more. And he's doing majority it over of Christmas? it is spent with John telling stories about street fights, and uh, yeah, Excellent. that's that's pretty much how it goes. So it's a gym um, ethos to distract people at Christmas. Got it. I'll wait for your <laughs> announcement that you're changing your name to Gary with one R next Christmas, and that's how I'll know mm-hmm. things you've run out of shit to say. Well, Kev, we should probably talk about this because we haven't brought it up with Gary. Gary, you have your own DVD now after yeah. a long in-demand sort of a thing. BJJ Fanatics is uh, Escape from L.A., Escape from the System, mm-hmm. or whatever you're calling it. <clears throat> There's one thing <clears throat> that I felt a little sad about, which was... You know, Gary was very funny on one of my jokes or something, and he basically put down like, ah, Roth, if only your dad had thought about pulling out when you're a kid. And I was like, you can't do that to me. You have a whole fucking system called Escape the System (laughs) coming out, and that invites dad jokes that I don't feel like doing at this moment, but none of the people (laughs) following the chain are going to remotely follow and the best part is, is that you get one or two stragglers that are coming in going like, ha ha, good job, Gary. And I go, don't reward him for his shit joke. <laughs> Rafa has, has such a high standard. For, and I don't know if it's just specifically for me or for comedy in general. I, I don't know. I haven't really discerned that yet. But to me, it seems like it's specifically for me. I have, I have this, this, like, this standard for joke telling that's just, unreachable like if i use any level of cliche it's just like yeah not worth it well let me like, go ahead and comma joke. me also gary i don't want to use <laughs> me too because that particular hashtag already has been taken but me also sir you and i are riding with it so can i ask did you think you were achieving that standard when you put on a deer costume the world's greatest <laughs> rack of breasts and posed on instagram i i i don't know i think i feel like roth just looks at it, I was like yeah pandering <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw that and I literally was like, oh, he's now doing like some frozen fan fiction now. He looks right? like a sexy ass reindeer. I'm having sexually confused feelings. I guess that's where this whole thing started. But it's like, when did Gary get double D's? I'm just so. Look, I'm not complaining. I just think it's going to be difficult mm-hmm. for him to escape those arm bars now. <laughs> that's, that's my yeah. one and only. So the thing, that, the thing that threw me, <laughs> the thing that threw me, Gary was, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw those photos come out, I took maybe about five minutes to potentially start making a meme, and I said, "No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I like refuse to participate in contributing and perpetuating whatever this is supposed to do." But there was definitely a moment where I like. I got the photo. I had a couple memes in mind, and I was like, oh, fuck, no. No, this is getting a little too weird even for Gary. So at what point (laughs) did someone suggest, 
No, I know that's not true. When did you decide you were going to put on that outfit? Oh, right. And let, me, let me interrupt. Person. He was doing a photo shoot with his friend, the director of the HBO series Oz, and they were like, this would be funny. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I could do that. And it was basically a prison audition take. Am I right, Gary? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. I, uh, I woke up in the morning, and I was yelled at by my mother to put on Christmas pajamas. And it was pretty cold in the house because she doesn't believe in heat, uh, much like many mothers. Um, and I was, I saw this reindeer costume and it looked rather, rather warm. Uh, so I put that on. And then later on during the day, I had gotten everybody, I put in their stockings, these uh, balloons that uh, are like, they, they have like nipples on them. Okay. So they look like tits. Oh, this is all starting to come into line like a nice puzzle. So then we uh, we would uh, tie the two you know two balloons together to make actual tits, and then when I saw them sitting out on the floor next to the Christmas tree, I was like, oh, maybe I could squeeze these into the costume. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the story. So was ended your up working mom out. confused, or does she just roll her eyes at this point? Yeah, at this point, it's just like another day. You know, it's not uh, it's not anything that abnormal. She walks straight just, to the kitchen and is like, Gary, you know, breakfast will be ready in 10. I'll get you some coffee. All I can see underneath this is professional MMA fighter Gary Toten. Because <laughs> it would have to say that. Otherwise, you'd have no way of knowing. Somebody somebody did a, uh, like, some one of these random uh, BS jujitsu media outlets that, like, think, thinks they're way more important We're than they are. We're called Verbal Tap. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, uh, one of these media outlets I think did like, uh, how did your favorite grapplers celebrate their Christmas? And it's like a bunch of like totally normal photos of like, it's I don't like, know, like Cyborg sitting down with yeah. his girlfriend with like a Christmas hat, yeah. like Bernardo Faria with Kron his family, eating some and then cranberry it's like quinoa. In, a, in a reindeer costume with my tits out. <laughs> Good. It's it's Andre Galval with his family at the beach. This is Rafael yes, Lovato yeah. in a Zen garden, and then is that yeah. Gary Tonin dressed like a tittied up reindeer? Fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. He he yeah. looks like that hot woman from Roger Rabbit that gave gave everyone cartoon sexual confusion, except yeah, whatever the, uh, this is. What was it? The, what was the Bugs Bunny's like like female? sidekick slash like girlfriend thing from like space yeah yeah there you go did babs have two s's because it's a nice precursor i mean i will say i did realize you're starting to go more into looney tunes territory now gary and i'm like "Mm, been there done that bugs bunny did it first whatever uh no big deal (laughs) nice nice though just keep your horns away from that thing you know what i mean I mean, so here's where we're at right now, Gary. You put together a DVD. What has the response been from that? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's hard to, hard to say for sure because it's just like anything you put out that's new, especially after there was a lot of momentum from other people that did something good, that's, and it's somewhat similar. It's like hard to really 100% believe the feedback. Like I don't really know like how real that is. It's just like, all right, well – you know, John will be like, you sold the most DVDs this month. And I'll be like, yeah, like, I'm the only person that came out with a DVD this month. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, 
I would hope so, you know. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not 100% sure about it yet. We'll see how it goes in the future. But so far, so good. They say good things to me. But I like to just continue to knock myself down. Probably, uh, you know, stems from uh, f- uh, family trauma growing up or something like that. Look, no one cares Never really about believe your you're too good. I mean, here yeah. we go. It's like, I, I wasn't interested before, but I got so bored at the end. <laughs> Yeah. You also picked the wrong show to think we're equipped to handle any of those problems and help you with them. Sure. Because do it. Really sure. Not, not registered. Oh, work. you mean I shouldn't? I shouldn't come to random BJJ <laughs> slash MMA media outlets to vent about my psychological trauma? No, you well, absolutely that, that's should. That's not how you do this. I, just come in person. That, I've got so much weed here, Raph. I mean, why isn't he just like <laughs> fly to Denver? Endure the cold, because I will warn you, there's like four inches of snow on the ground. As someone that just arrived a few hours ago. And, you know, let's smoke it up and have it out. But that's just someone who's a hugger. Raph, your advice? My advice is this, Gary. I mean, you say you just go to any podcast and all of that. But I've heard through the grapevine, you're appearing on another podcast sometime relatively soon. Uh, one would say... Uh, maybe maybe a little bit of a cheater on us, Gary. You know, you're appearing mm. on what yeah. is it? Do you Severe uh, Naked Radio? Is that the one you're going on now? Yeah, I mean, do you feel threatened by this like completely new show that has no audience whatsoever? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. have you I been doing this for, show, for, for like a decade? Well, let me let me ping pong this back at you. Do you feel threatened by the first asshole that wears patriotic spats and has abs? You're damn right you do. You see him, you see him with his bleached hair, and you're like, "Who's that son of a bitch? Is it a tenth planet?" Yeah, I mean, someone I tell like me Nikki if it's tenth planet. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> the truth has come out. We, we can settle this whole thing. I do want to pivot this because we're. I do se- like him now. But you're right. At, at first, I didn't. Like first him of all, if you said you liked him less, I think you'd gain more fans than lose, Fair. and so would he probably. <laughs> He's been driving me fucking crazy. If you would remind him that jujitsu requires submitting people, that would be helpful for all of us. Important to note: I've never <laughs> met him in person. I've never seen how big he is. That's so helpful. You are. Yeah, I I definitely question it. If you had, you've seen him. Can you submit Nikki Rod pretty quickly? Pretty quickly. Um, you know him. You submit him. This is me asking you. This is a very nerdy jujitsu question because you're like mm. a big brother at the gym. And by big brother, mm-hmm. I mean the tiny guy with the size complex, but is pretty good at submitting people. <coughs> you fight Nikki Rod a lot, I presume. I guess I don't know. Can you beat mm. him? Yeah. Um, I definitely can. Uh, if I think that it's like, if, if people think it's like easy for me, it's not like, I don't know. I guess people get a little bit too comfortable with this idea of me like competing against bigger people and doing well and then they're like they just think that that's that just directly translates over into like me beating up my training part but like guys, can like, you beat gordon ryan 2.0 I, this new robot yeah, version like the, <laughs> not like the free every wizard. day okay and they're like like a hundred pounds heavier than me it's like i mean it's not as easy as like people like make it out to be like i like dude if he gets behind me he literally has rear naked chokes like locked over your fucking skull and you're like yep um and my cranium is going to shatter now so um it's either uh tap or uh go into the hospital with a brain bleed um that's my those are my two choices now so 
I mean, we definitely, you know, I definitely submit them, but not, it's not like a, it's not like a joke. It's not easy. But does this he might charge be, it you consistently me too. Uh, before he's about, like, does it like a, a bull where they kind of like tread the grass a little bit and then go directly into charge mode and then you end up playing a little bit of, you know, uh, Absolutely the, the running of the bulls? Absolutely not. Nicky Rod is just full bull all the time. There's no, like, there is no, like, moderate pace or like medium Nicky Rod. It's just fucking balls to the wall 24 seven. Like he walks into the, this is, can I just express this? This is actually would be great if you guys witnessed this at some point, but he, when he walks into the gym, it's like already on it's, yeah. he, he comes in, gets changed and he's just fucking pacing back and forth. Like John's teaching a move. Okay. He's not like sitting down watching it. Like the other 85 people in the room. He's like looking at John teach the move, just shoulders. I wish I could fucking do that. I'm not going to be able to do this justice with my words, but he's just swaying his shoulders side to side, marching back and forth across the gym while like staring downwards at John teaching the move. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, is he ready to fight somebody? Like, <laughs> he looks he like a boxer. He looks like somebody. He looks like somebody about to come out of the tunnel, like in a boxing match. Yeah, he looks dude, just, exactly. Exactly. Fuck that. A thousand percent. Fuck you, Nicky so Rod, then, with your 275-pound ass. Yeah, I know that's not what you weigh, but I know it's what you kind of <laughs> weigh when you're like, fuck it, I'll just get cheesesteaks and pizza this week. Yeah, I know. Sorry, so then it ahead. comes to drilling, and then, so like most people, they just practice the moves and like at a moderate pace, you know, most I don't know. You're like trying to figure it out. Right. So Nicky rod usually maybe does the move one time and then just degenerates drilling the move into a full on jujitsu match slash fist fight with whoever it is that he's drilling with every single day. So it's just like, we'll be like quietly drilling some Ashigurami thing. And you just hear like, a scuffle and fucking two people slamming into the wall and sweat flying everywhere. It's like one of those little, to make more Looney Tunes references, like when two, two of them start fighting and it's just like a big ball of fucking like, like a, I don't know. What do you call it? Stop like a turning me on storm or something. <laughs> oh yeah. No, <laughs> cloud. I get it. <laughs> I think what Gary is trying to describe is what happens when the cats on like Heathcliff would fight and it's just a giant yes. cloud mm-hmm. with yeah. arms and limbs that just kind of move mm-hmm. out of it occasionally. Is That's that a lot what, what it looks to... like. Yeah, I mean, thank you for helping me use welcome. words to describe fight, things. I'm a grappler, you know? I don't have <laughs> a brain. Cloud. I mean, here's the good news, Kev. Nicky Rod is a friend of the show. You're and a friend. I, yeah. That's true. He hasn't I said met... it here. <laughs> I don't know that big Madika motherfucker. And I will say, of all the people I've ever asked how many steroids you're on, he has had one of the most nonchalant. Of the many people Raph has inquired, what's your steroid regime? He had a good one? It was the most relaxed. Like, I, I think I've, I don't know if I've shown Gary this one, but I definitely, we're doing an interview and there was a, a, like a window behind him. And I was like, oh, hey, uh, Nikki, could you do me a favor, man? Could you look behind you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. And I was like, yeah, I, th- oh, shoot. I think I just saw BJJ Sturridge just ran out. 
Oh, it looked like they were coming for you, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Are you okay? And he just was like, blah, that's great. And I was like, but you get that question a lot. How does he make you feel? And he's just like, I don't care. No, I'm fine. I work hard. Here's how I know that story is not true. Oh. The reason I know that story is not true is because if there was a window where Nicky Rod could see his reflection, he'd already <laughs> be flexing in it. So there's no way he would have had to turn around. He would have known already. He can sense that. Let me let me go ahead and tell you one this. of his special powers. <laughs> it is one it's, of his special powers. It's not going to be a Marvel yeah. movie, but it's worth webisodes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> to be fair, Gary, and I'll make this more accurate of a story. Uh, he did have his shirt already off, so it's kind of ah, weird okay. when I do these Skype interviews and I'm like about to start, and you'll start doing the like pre-interview, and you say, "Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's kind of what I'm." I'd like to ask you or I just kind of give him an idea ballpark of how the show works. And right as it happens, I'm like 50 bucks says this man and he's not wearing a shirt. And I'm like, dude, you're in a home. Like, does it bother you to like sponsor somebody and wear a shirt? Like you don't have to be on brand all the time. And he's just like, (laughs) you know, why would you cover up, uh, a sports car that then I was like, no, no, we, we get it. Did yeah, you, you mention you were two <laughs> steps away from cyber sex? If he's, if he's not careful, <laughs> it's not a helpful I'm trying to have an online interview. Ugh, it is weird it. to explain because <laughs> it's happened a couple times before where people like are doing the Skype interview and it just, it, it, I try to explain to people, it looks so ridiculous to know that I'm going to Skype call you and then you have that look like, oh, I didn't see you there without my shirt. And it's like, you were well prepared. We scheduled this interview. <laughs> so it just looks yeah. really good. I mean, up. I hear you on that. But I have to say, out of all the you know characters that I've come into contact with, whether it be MMA or Jiu-Jitsu or whatever the case may be, Nikki Rod's character is the most authentic. Like, I don't think, I really don't think it takes much like you saying like, oh yeah, like he was waiting for me with his shirt off for this interview. Like that, like I could see where you're coming from with that. Like him being like, oh yeah, like I'm just, I've got to play my character. I, I really just think it's out of personal preference. Like I don't really. I agree. I, I get that. Why I would know, I put man. my I shirt on? I'm about to be on the internet. I should, <laughs> yeah. I should show yeah, the that's world. Like a real, that's real for him. Despite the fact that it was inorganically created by the interview. Like that's, He's well, just like, can I tell oh, you yeah, who else it was real for? Off again, you know? Tito Ortiz's <laughs> ex-wife. And I think this is a great moment to reflect <laughs> that it's about a celebration of your own body. So if that's what Nicky Rob's doing, I celebrate him, Raph. I celebrate anyone that wants to perform on camera sexually. Sorry, Thanks, I couldn't yeah. get through the rest. Man, I was so good. I, I was posting something about one of my other <laughs> teammates, and they like I get comments now like, oh, yeah, well, he's no Nicky Rod. It's like, what? what? Whoa. <laughs> hey, calm <laughs> well, he's down. He's no Nicky Rod. And, and like, we you just find yourself the chick sexually like, defending. What, what the hell was that, man? We're, try- we're all being held to this fucking Olympic god stand- uh, standard. Like, come on, man. Hey. Gary Tonin's guess- own Instagram profile has owner of Brunswick BJJ listed third. You know, <laughs> like everybody calm down. I just, I love the fact that if you look at how the Danaher death squad has evolved over the years, it does seem like someone has scripted the types of characters that have found their way in. 
So over mm. the years, we've gone from you, who seems like uh, Bart Sis- Simpson that grew up, that just basically was like, oh, shit, it didn't turn out well for Learned him. Learned how to heel hook somehow. In but there. at least he knows how to heel hook. He's got one or two lines Very that he says good over and <laughs> you know, his version of eat my shorts is basically like calling someone the C word, whatever. Gary, it's, that's just Gary. it's only mildly offensive. We've boiled your incredibly <laughs> grappling prowess down to he's good at heel hooks. <laughs> that that <laughs> felt he, offensive as word. we said. I know. And the C word. But like, here's why it's funny. Because then you look at it and you go, OK, but what if we added a crocodile Dundee character? Who comes and also does like heel hooks, but like newer. And they're like, yeah, that sounds good. Does he like wearing anything other than just like Speedos to promote you products? Fucking That's bet it. He does. Nope. <laughs> nope. And then, clenched. How about one of the main characters decides incest is pretty funny with this girl he's probably <laughs> seeing, but like, I don't know what their situation is. Yeah, let's I do mean, that. Game of Thrones was really popular around that time that that, uh, that part of the character started coming out, you know? Pop culture. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I think he was just trying to roll with what everybody else found entertaining at that point in time. I, I mean, also, I think that stepsister porn is probably like <laughs> Number one or two of the of the porn subcategories. I love. I mean, I'm you, a huge fan. I love that you prefaced honest. it with "I think." <laughs> I think it's probably it probably is right. <laughs> I mean, at least in my computer. I don't know about everybody else's. I just assumed. <laughs> I thought everybody was like me, and that's what they're watching. But it's about so acceptance. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm overstepping. Well, let's say this, Gary, because. I think it's important. These are the uh, end of the decade retrospectives. Some people call the end of the decade 2021, but they're weird because it's not an even number. Uh, what are your, some of your favorite moments from the past decade? Like, do you have like a favorite moment in either MMA or grappling that you have had? Your career. Mm-hmm. Let's stick to your career. Let's just Last go ahead and 10 stick to years. Yeah. Is there a moment that in stands my, out? In my career. Yeah, well, yes. no one gives a shit about Gordon's. It's over. I'm kidding. That's a little preface <laughs> for the next It's question. over. Yeah, good point. Good point. He but is retired now. We're at 10. I can't believe we haven't asked you a Gordon question yet. Neither have any of our fans. But we're we're just catching up with Gary, who's one of our, our – I hate to be nice to you on the podcast. One of our favorite people on the planet. You've been fighting a long-ass time, but 2010 to 2020 – is there a moment where you're like, that's where Gary Tonin launched? Don't say it in the third person like I just did. You're going to sound like an asshole. Is there <laughs> something you can point to that you think was the moment where you changed into something else? Because now I would agree you're something else. Mm, it was probably uh, when I was in the parking lot with uh, John Danaher and Eddie Bravo discussing uh, – I think they were attempting to have a serious discussion about like EBI and like why like eighty seventh tenth planet people were able to like get into an EBI, but like we couldn't have like two like <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> couldn't have like two like Henzo guys or DDS guys in there, and uh, they're like having it out. But like I had just watched <laughs> Human Centipede uh, one, two, and three the day beforehand, and I was just like really amped up about it, and I was talking to Eddie about it and going into, into serious detail. And John like had to, John like had to silence me 
it was probably like the first time I ever had John just publicly try to be like, Gary, you need to stop. Please stop talking about human centipede right now. This is, it's not the time. It's not the time, Gary. <laughs> and uh, that's when I knew. That's when I knew that I'd made it. When is this? Can you give me a year ball? Uh, this is, yeah, I, I guess this is like oof, probably four years ago, something like that. Three years ago. Oh, okay. So you're going you're going a sharp incline. I dig it. <laughs> yeah, right. Kev, you know what's weird about this is I go back, especially when we have like, you know, our yearly, oh, it's been another year kind of a thing, and I look at old clips. There's clips of me giving Gary a hard time for being too mean to Gordon that I look at and I'm like, I didn't date well. Mm, yeah. Knew it. Knew that wasn't going to age well. I told you guys that. Fucking warned everybody. <laughs> Nobody listened. Wait, but to be Oh, yeah, fair, you're being mean to Gordon. Why are you so mean to this kid? I don't understand. Yeah, now you all fucking know. You all know. Not a single soul wonders why I was mean to him now. They probably look back on that kind of stuff and be like, oh, wow, he was, he was right. This is a monster. I'm actually that he tried looking, to keep in a cage. I'm and, looking uh, at a note we've card let him of out. Me. It's like you were a huge Gordon defender. It's like, God damn it, you're right, Gary. Don't <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just there's a very funny moment where I asked you to like say one nice thing about Gordon to his face. Mm. And there was a moment where you were just you were so angry at him that you were mm. trying to find a way to say something nice. And this clip to me, was like the exact moment where I go, wait a minute. Oh, shit. We're about to learn something very soon. Oh, shit. And then King Gordon, the character, took off. And that's where I started to realize. I was like, I, so every year when I would look at that clip or it would come up in my memories on Instagram or something, I would just be like, I mean, I wasn't wrong to chastise you for it. Because you definitely had a version where you weren't explaining what was really going on, but you definitely saw in your face that was just like, if you guys only knew the things he was saying, and we were just like, eh, yeah. Gary, shut up. But by, by fully describing the situation to you, I was only fueling the egotistical fire. You know, I couldn't, like, the more I went into it, it's just, it was only going to get worse. You know, now that you guys know the full picture, do you feel any better about it? I mean, I don't know what to do nope. with it. I, like, <laughs> I look at those clips and I'm like, I don't know that I would play it any different or have reacted any differently. But you tried to run mm. off with his belt at one point and I grabbed it from you before he was doing it. And then I looked at that with retrospect and was like, maybe I should have just let him take the belt and see what happens. Fuck it. You know this, what? This is a tough <laughs> moment where the media owes the fighter an apology, but it's like, no. I mean, I kind of wish I had just let Gary be a dick to him and been on his <laughs> side for a few more years. Like, what was my issue? That's that I was like, your, no, no, no. Like deathbed thoughts. No, no, no. This Gordon kid's fine, everybody. And it's like, now I look at him, the steroided up motherfuckers riding around in his <laughs> F-150, just like, Christmas is ruined. I retire. Go fucking write your pieces. <laughs> It's like fuck you. Amazing. I'm trying to get great. some vacation with my family here, you piece of shit. Like <laughs> now I have to engage in other things and figure out if anyone cares. <laughs> it's <laughs> turns out I mean, 50, Gary, 50. 
how many questions did you get on your social media asking if the retirement was real? I mean, tons. I mean, a lot of people just like would ask me in person. Um, I get uh, messages on pretty much every social media outlet about that. That's not text messages, phone calls. My mom asked me about it. So, I mean, pretty much everyone in my life was asking about it. I hate to admit things like that to give Gordon again more fuel for that ego fire. Here we go. That people actually give a shit what he does on a day-to-day basis, even though he, you know, strangles grown men in tights for a living. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but he's but done. True. So like now, yeah, man, Gary, you're the most active rapper on the Denver Death Squad. You know what I mean? Well, I mainly just heard Kev groan there. Oh, was, sorry. I, I was sure singing was while Raph asked a question. Raph, go ahead. No, I was just saying, <laughs> heard... Gary, you're the most active grappler now that Gordon is yes. dead. Okay. So, you know, it's not that bad. I mean, now you go back to being uh, what what I believe Flow Grappling called you uh, the world's most exciting grappler. Oh, wait. No, that was me five years ago. Take that, mm. Flow Grappling. Dicks. Yeah, but I mean, I was also called by one FC announcers the Harry Potter of Jiu-Jitsu. I feel like that's a much more prestigious title. God, I swore I was said that one too. I swore I said all these. <laughs> I'd accept it more if they would tell me what's in that <laughs> fucking briefcase they gave you. I then know. I'd let them tell you they can call you whatever they want. If there's a tiny wand in there, sure, you're the Harry Potter. <laughs> I would argue it's less magic and more. Uh, really attentive detail to takedown technique, but you know, you're the one that's the expert here. Is this <laughs> your way of dodging? Is Gordon, you, you're the closest to him. You're the natural person to ask this question uh-huh. to. Is he retiring yeah. from jujitsu? Like you retired from jujitsu, which is where you're fighting human beings with your fists and being like, occasionally I'll come back and slum with you assholes. Like, of course I'm going to come back and have sex with the person that I used to enjoy in high school. Look, I'm not an elitist. (laughs) Or is this a situation where he's really graduating and not going to be coming back to enjoy our spoils? Because mostly I felt like it was one of those, look, I'm focused on MMA and this is my truck stunts, but I'll let you, color in if you feel comfortable or you can tell me to go fuck myself yeah i'm hoping that he it's a real retirement and he just focuses on um going into jujitsu media and just goes in and crushes like <clears throat> insignificant podcasts like these here we go um such an asshole and Every really chance he gets <laughs> like I started it. I did start it. BJJ Eastern Europe articles, and yeah, I hope he just starts his own fucking his own thing, and just yeah, just runs with that and starts starts challenging you guys to fist fights. If he I had mean, the right advisor, it wouldn't take him twenty seven episodes. Now he needs to find the right advisor, and that is where Raph and I will laugh ourselves to sleep at night, enjoying that Mike Shore is very much employed. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing he'd get. I'm guessing his first podcast after telling everybody that they need to go kill themselves probably gets removed in some way by some social media source. Hundred percent. So I don't know how much you guys really have to worry about it before Gordon could ever really be a threat. He'd probably have to find some way to tone down the uh, the persona that people think is a persona, I mean, but is actually how he feels about the earth. Who he is? It's it's an, it's an exaggerated version of who he is. 
Um, mm. You know, it's it's a very interesting version because, um, you know, I, I just I, we did commentary together for BJJ Fanatics, which mm. how did I mean, that go, by the way? Not bad. Um, yeah, it's actually you good. They were good together. They weren't. Qu- they didn't have the comedy that you and Raph would have. But Gordon was down don't, to answer some questions. Don't patronize me. Don't try to make me feel better about <laughs> well, this. If I was going to patronize you, I did. Oh, look, they didn't have the sexual chemistry you and Ref have. Oh, that, oh, that's right. Oh, I said it. Oh, they didn't have now the chemistry. Gary can't stand when I'm interviewing some other athlete. I see how it is, Gary. I'm still <laughs> pissed you it? took the show to announce with someone else, Raph. Gary and I are on the same hey, team here. We've never even I, have we even done commentary before together, Raph. Cheating really bastard. The first time. Go ahead, Raph. Explain yourself. I'll explain my goddamn self. You know, here's the difference. This is why I love this because I, for me, I love doing commentary, and I don't care who you pair me up with. It's gonna be good. So I yep, know, like a, like a regular street whore. Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't care who you pair me up with. Listen, I'll, just, hey, I'll just Rep, walk this around is your co-host, Wanda. She's going to be here to help you out with some of the color. <laughs> but I knew I was like in for it because I saw him commentate the first one and I said, okay. And I made notes. And I actually, before we went to air, I was like, hey, man, I have some notes and I have some things I want to do. Nerd. And Gordon was very nice. He was very complimentary. And I think it helps that. He's, he's like, oh, that's cute that you think you're going to contribute to this i mean the hard part is this is that <laughs> while gordon doesn't fear me in any way in jujitsu i think he knows that my brain and mouth power is not very weak so at the very mm. least he knows that i can make fun of him please very badly. please please tell me one of the notes said no one can hear how many abs you have no <laughs> i think one of the notes damn was, it damn it Call me next time, Raph. I have 27 Gordon insults ready. One of the notes I think I did have written down was, um, you know, my breaking case of emergency. Like, you have kryptonite for Superman. So uh, one of the jokes I had in mind was going to be like, listen, dude, the die job is clearly getting a little inside of your brain. So I don't know what you're using here, but it's really starting to seep in and the brain cells are starting to die here. But I didn't have to use any of that because he was very nice. And then someone got punched in front of both of us. And then we were both like, what? God, that was such a beautiful moment. His commentary was good. You two were good. I actually said that already publicly, Gary. So that hurts. I I would be welcome to do... Any commentary with Gary at any point in time, I would say that we would have to come to some sort of comedy agreement that the athletes should be first and foremost talked about. And then we could rip on each other on the in-between times because I have a strict policy of really trying to do as much of what's happening in front of you as a commentator um, as opposed to me being like, hey, Gary – why are you so fucking dumb? And then going on a, a, a thing like that. I'm sure you'd I, have to restrain yourself heavily in that situation. I'm sure you'd really have to hold yourself back in order to accomplish those goals. But I think you're probably in the right on that one. I think sometimes when Hinato does his, his commentary stuff, like people are like, who's this fucking asshole? Like, we're not even talking about the matches anymore. <laughs> it is tough because that is what you're paying for. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, a clown that comes to your kid's party that doesn't do fucking balloon animals. And you're like, uh, bro, I thought you did that shit. So if he doesn't <laughs> do that, I kind of get it. Um, but I would say this. 
mm-hmm. when I was working with Gordon, and it was uh-huh. very funny to you know say and do all the things. There was a moment where I was just kind of like, I wonder if he's he's feeling like he can do this forever. And now I get the opportunity where I see he gets one fucking goddamn truck and goes, nah, I'm done. And I'm thinking this is a missed opportunity, not only for an American truck, by the way, but for an opportunity. Like, couldn't you see Ford doing a commercial? It's like Gordon Ryan wants to find the country that he loves so much that he got in a truck and he gave up grappling. America done. Cue the cue the can snap. And then all Open of a sudden you just hear the ribbon. background. Lock rock. <laughs> so you know, that was my only thing yeah. on that. Well, I'm glad, Make Gary, that you are you are back to being the primary focus of the mm. Danaher Death Squad as the main American you have there. And I say mm. that because, you know, Nikki Rod is Jersey. And that's barely American, if you ask most people. Wow, so. wow, that's a that's a harsh statement. Fuck. I mean, you know what? Hey, listen, I'll I'll deal like, with his jokes later. I feel like Jersey is probably more American than most states. Yeah, like what? Sadly I'll... for them, there's 17 tolls before they can listen to this podcast, so it's difficult. Yeah, what's <laughs> what's what's more American than? than thievery from the government. (laughs) Having less than 12 fucking tolls to get to Atlantic City. (laughs) Try that. Yeah, whatever, you socialist. At least there's good... (laughs) 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 Sorry, some of that's gone to the Tropicana many times while they lived in D.C. I'm offended by how many times I had to stop and pay someone money to drive in New Jersey. It was like, I, I didn't choose to go through this state. We do it. We you do it just bad insult to injury, really. You forced yeah. me to go through you we and want you take to think about all your right. life decisions that led to that moment. Oh, when it you... was as reflective as any acid trip I've ever had. Not that I've ever done it, though. I've heard it's great. Mm, it was it was as reflect. Honestly, it was ayahuasca for the East Coaster. Just drive to Atlantic <laughs> City. You're going to find out so much about you and your friends. It's great. <laughs> I really hope that ayahuasca for like. Easterners is just a four loco can that you tell them that is like, dude, this is gonna change your life, man. Trust us, bro. Yeah, Trust no, us. that's pork roll for us in Jersey. Fair enough. You got well, that's ayahuasca. Your, your local so, man, you gotta try this. You gotta try this really salty ham with cheese and eggs. It's delicious. It's gonna change your life. They call Nobody it kolache in Texas. Fuck those guys. It's like yeah. Well, Gary, you know, we're we did bring you on for a ish reason. Um, we are sorry to inform you that as our grappler of the decade in a match or whatever, we didn't really figure out the wording of it. Um, we don't have anything for you. So, oh, no, nothing. What we do just have like, is the honor just like of my dad this Christmas. Oh, hold on. We have the same title you have on your Instagram. Best Nogi Grappler 2016. (laughs) And we couldn't agree more. In 2016, he was probably the best Nogi Grappler. I don't remember 2016. There were a lot of Quaaludes involved. But presumably, (laughs) he rocked it. So, So, I mean, all I know is that that was a way better year than 2019. Damn right. Okay. Turn that six upside down. You know what it is? 
None of your fucking business. This is Gary Tonin. <laughs> Gary before the show. It's my fucking year, man. That's what I'm going to be rambling on about to my, well, I, I probably won't have grandkids, but uh, well, you <sighs> should tell them about school children it, that visit me at the nursing home. You should I'll tell them about, them about 2016. Yeah, when you won that Studio 540 Super Fight. Or Eddie Bravo nine minus yeah, man. two oh five. No, I went there. Gordon got crushed by Felipe. Polaris Not four. Me, They're like, did you say Polaris four? <laughs> it was like I said Polaris four. Uh, grappling pro. It's like, did you say grappling ho? It's like, who was the did one that say, fucking started that? I know you're doing it did now. You say submission circus seven. <laughs> yeah, whatever, old man. You know, I was this 2016 started with a Metamora seven super fight, sir. So let's just all take a moment to remember how eager you were for work in 2016. It was a beautiful oh, year. Yeah. I, you would joke anyone uh, out for really a dollar. Rob was really upset with me about that. Rob <laughs> was like genuinely mad. Rob genuinely mad. did not want me to have a match with Halleck. Like, like I messaged Raph <laughs> and I was like kind of excited about the situation. I'm like, oh man, there's going to be so much opportunity for comedy here. Like I'm going to be fighting like this guy that literally doesn't know where he is. Um, it's just going to be so easy. And Roth is just like, I'm a little disappointed in you. And I just oh was not God. expecting that at Do all. Do I owe you a thank you on behalf <laughs> yeah, of again, comedy? Like, Did it Raph was a proverbial, like, me choosing to fight Halleck to Raph was just like a proverbial cop-out again, like, comedy-wise. Raph slipped. Just like, really? That's what you're going to do? Raph drifted you know, into you're gonna take the easy road again. I would like to publicly thank you for Metamora 7. You really took one oh. for the team. And you submitted that piece of shit. That felt good. So. <laughs> it's part of that scenario, Gary. It's like, okay, you have to understand, from my position, I can look at it on multiple angles. The first angle is, is it funny? Not really, though I did put together a very funny <laughs> uh, version of I actually I took it off. I wasn't going to promote any part of it because we still hadn't paid the athletes. And guess what? Mm. Much like OJ's Killers, still out there somewhere is the money that has never been paid. To the I'm going to take a quick Oh, I thought you were going to say the yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to take a quick time out to say what Halleck did might not be completely remembrant of what OJ Simpson did. <laughs> so perhaps <laughs> we don't want to get too crazy down that. But Raph. The show is yours. Verbal Tap Legal is sweating balls and needles. But you go ahead. Finish Thanks. your thought. Appreciate it, Kev. Now, when you called me and told me about this, I said, okay, from a match standpoint, that's terrible. Like, mm -hmm. but I'm happy you're going to take it as a revenge sort of a thing. And when I said to you, I was like, are you going to get paid? And you go, uh. And hearing you say that, was enough for me to be like, then why are we doing this exercise? Now, granted, you did get paid, right? I did. I did. Okay. Well, that's Carrie a fun asked for exercise. that shit up front. He's like, check, bitch. <laughs> this was a year Gary was like, I am not some simple brown belt. You will pay me before I get there. And it was more so at a time where I said I was going to take that one off from doing any kind of promotions because it was still like, can we just pay these people? Like, granted, it's nice that we have money for Gary. But if you had that money, then why not pay some of these other people and just call it a day or recoup or do something or literally anything yeah. else? But instead, he said, let me roll the dice and get people to watch me and Gary go against each other. And then on paper, you say, is that a good match? And obviously, you showed us it was not. 
So no, unfortunately, that did not make anybody's best of the decade lists, uh, despite <laughs> many, many Gary times, I'm sure, getting on the internet and voting for himself and being like, uh, how about that Holic versus Gary match? That was hot fire. Better than Crone <laughs> match, I know. 2016 is just a 180 degree turn away from 2019. So vote yeah. for me versus yeah. Halleck. Yeah, man. But yes, I do. I remember that. And I remember us having a very lengthy discussion because the rest of us were just like, Gary, you're going to give this guy an extra heartbeat uh, for something that should really just die and that we're really yeah. just going to have to see go on. And guess what? You didn't just do it. Then Gordon decided, you know, it's even more fun to show another non-competitive match. Yeah, like, with like way just less taking people. the, take, like, just taking my ex-girlfriend immediately <laughs> afterwards. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> so anyways. You just yes, named that. a better web series than what they produce. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the good news, Kev. I mean, it was kind of the nail in the coffin, though, to be fair. Like me and Gordon I... beating him up. Tell like, me you this. know what I mean? Like he's not had right now, and Tell me this right now, right here, so that we can mark this just like I marked on video saying, you be nice to Gordon Ryan, Gary Tonin. You tell me uh -huh. right now that you don't think that they will try to revive that shit. Hmm. <laughs> because... Try, try sure. Succeed? Hold on. No. Think can, about this. Can I take you, over for Gary Tonin? Raph, there's no Kevin. goddamn way they're trying that shit again. Come oh, on. Oh, You're not going to open up another company named oh. Enron, call it Welcome <laughs> to Investment. Like, you, you wouldn't, you would open up like a, oh, welcome to BP's Louisiana terrorist shell. They're going to show you all about how they leaked, and you can live the Mark Wahlberg film. No goddamn yeah, way. You're giving, you're giving him, Halleck, enough credit to believe that he's able to think that out rationally and say, yeah, we are you talking to me right now? Probably just die. Are you arguing but with no. me? Metamorris, yeah. Metamorris is coming back in the same way. The little mermaid did. No one's going to talk but, about it. No one's going to acknowledge it. We're going to love the songs of the old siren and hope it didn't happen. Okay. That's what's Let me bring happen. this up every couple years. I want to say almost 18 months to be exact. Metamorris deletes all of their content. There's only like five posts on there now, I'm sure, or something like that. And then all of a sudden, they put out like one photo. And every time they put up that photo, it's always like, what do you guys think? Should we? And they always put some vague description. And so it's always like teasing that it's going to come back. But if there's anything Star Wars should teach us in real life, it's that yeah. motherfuckers always find a way to come back. So when you think they're dead and they've fallen down some large amount of a space chute, they're still alive somehow. So when I ask you, Gary Tonin, when you're like, well, we basically, you know, we put we put a stake through that heart. I'm like, I'd like to see the receipts. I believe that they will still try to bring it back. I just don't know. Yeah. You're right. I I can't discount that because it's, it's like one of the most erratic people on the planet. So, yeah, I mean, I just don't think I, I, it's kind of like Kev said, though. I just don't think anybody is going to go with it. Like, fool me once, 
shame on you, I guess. Fool me about 37 still. times shame on you have to see on those posts they still have people who are like you did it up big we all owe it to you guys they always do it like that and i was honestly like, gonna say nine out of ten nine out of ten of their releases feature gary tonin or a member of the Tinnerton squad so mm. everybody hey gary hey gordon's retired has he because I can only imagine Metamorphosis is going to be making money off that shit for a few more blonde years, Gordon. Anyway, I would say this to both of you gentlemen. I believe that, Gary, yes, even though we have nothing for you, there's not like an award. We didn't carve anything out of wood. We didn't make anything. We mm. do bestow upon you the honor to help us hand out some other insignificant awards much like everybody else does their year and decade retrospectives, we're calling these the verbal tappies. So would you like to hand out some with us, Kevin? I'd love to. Okay, now ask Gary if he would like to. Gary, would you like to be honest? Mm. Well, since you guys are asking so nicely, I guess I could help you with your, you know, your little childish games. That was a <laughs> semi-yes. Good enough for us. Semi-yes. Kev, I believe you already have the first set of nominees. Would you please go through them? Who do you have for MMA Fighter of the Year, Gary Tonin? Mm, MMA Fighter of the Year. MMA. You're in this list. You're not in our official list. No. But you could be in this list. So you are particularly receptive to who would you least want to fight this year, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess you got it. Oh wait, are we doing it? Uh, are we doing of the year or of the decade? I forget. Of Sorry. the year, of the year. No of one can year. remember the uh, decade okay. on this phone call. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Profoundly, at least. Yeah, I mean, we gotta, I, we gotta kind of give it to Khabib, don't we? So I mean, y- y- oh, you are already. Much. You are a. I would call you the most recent style bender for your ability to hot take it. <laughs> Because you're the man. So I actually fucking agree with you. He murdered Conor McGregor. He put him in the ground. He made us forget who that Irish motherfucker was and get super irritated by that noise he makes at the end of the proper 12 commercial. But MMA (laughs) News has it as Israel Adesanya. Mm. With Masvidal, Cejudo, Usman, and Khabib getting... Recognition along with Douglas Lima, and I love that Douglas Lima's in this list. Doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. MMA news. I fight for Bellator. That's a (laughs) real place. Thank you. I love Doug Lima. I was like, wait, what? You have him next to the Khabib, Israel Adesanya. It's like Israel Adesanya did a fully vertical cartwheel. Gary (laughs) Tonin, what say you to Israel Adesanya as the nominee? Well, I mean. Israel Adesanya is definitely, definitely like if you're going to put somebody else on that list and try to make an argument, I mean, I, that's, that's a pretty strong case. I don't know who else that's, that's just about as strong of a case as you could possibly make on the other direction. So, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really ha- ha- try to argue too hard that that's not the case. Cause I mean, he has been a really, you know, a breakout star and he's fought, uh, he's fought many more times. How many, how many times did he fight this year? 
He's just been. A, Does this look like, like verbal tap like fact check department? We have a lawyer, we have a sound editor, and we have some asshole that keeps shouting times at me. We don't have someone that <laughs> fact checks your shit real time. No. Raph, you your don't have thoughts? like what's the guy's name on, on the Rogan podcast that just looks yeah, shit up? Young, young Jamie, pull that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys got to get a pull that shit up guy. We oh, well, no. we will publicly state this. We don't quite yet have Joe Rogan, buddy. That's a, that's a tough <laughs> thing to no, say no. out loud. Really? I thought Stop. you guys were doing really well. <laughs> we are. We're we are. For grappling shows, mm. it's it's like, like, we're, we're good to, there. We still don't have our fact checker. No. Raph, mm-hmm. are you good with this, Israel Adesanya? You guys you can't something? get an intern? Shut up, Gary. I'm trying to have a fucking conversation <laughs> with this show. Come on. I'm talking about an unpaid internship here. You are talking about... Somebody look, that knows how to use Google. You teach mm, grappling. You'd be surprised. At third I would say that. That's, that's pretty good. I, I like Izzy a lot on that one. I think he had a breakout mm-hmm. year. I would say this, though, Gary. Who was the grappler of the year? Hmm. Man. Grappler of the year. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, that happened. That's how we feel. You know, fans. we all know I'm never going to give it to Gordon. Um, That's perfectly who? fine. And who? we're okay with that on this show. Yeah. You wouldn't have been okay with that like years ago when we were talking about whenever I was making fun of Gordon and you were unaccepting of it. That was Gordon you Bryan. Like, oh, come on. He won the absolute division and his division in 80s. How could you not say he's the grappler of the year? That's my my impression of you, I guess. I was just going to say, was I'm that us? That That's all, how, I love it, Rap. Rap, I thought he crushed me. I will say, I feel like I was fully methoded there. That's, oh. I'm just saying, that was here, good. If you don't have Gordon as your answer, at least have someone that shows that you have someone else in mind that's more deserving, ready at the hand. Otherwise, it just sounds like you're making up more people not to give it to Gordon. You were too upset uh, to say Leandro Lowe. I mean, that's Lowe. definitely exactly you what I'm doing. That out loud? <laughs> or you'd be like, I couldn't say Leandro Lowe for two reasons. One, can't pronounce it. Two, wouldn't pronounce it. <laughs> Gary, let me let me show you how it's done. Can't be Gordon because he never competed in the gi. Oh, oh boom smack the jiu-jitsu crowd the mma crowd everybody that just has a tap out and, sure and was like for the record the i want to make sure that gary did blindly agree to a gi as a qualifier i don't remember it right raf <laughs> i mean are you even a grappler if you're not like consistently training and competing in the gi Do your knuckles feel good and your laundry bill feel light? Well, you're a fucking (laughs) poser. Little grappling, (laughs) little verbal tap commercial. I would like to say I'm kidding. I use a key. Sorry. That's that's fair. Gary, just name anybody. Literally just come up with a name for grappler of the year. Mm. Nikki Rod? After you pierce his nipples. AJ Agazarm, probably. <laughs> that's, I would you say. Know, that's a that's great That'd be like my number Gary. two. That's a good one. That's a lot of people's number two. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> be, yeah, either that or probably um, probably Dennis, Dylan Dennis, you know? Got, you got, I would go with either one of them. We just covered his whole fight schedule on a recent episode mm. because he is booked to fight coming up, Gary. Has he? Yeah, that was how we felt. He fights? Yes, he does. It's funny you mentioned. And he won't be on the Conor McGregor fight on the UFC. He'll be on the card where they're shipping them overseas. So, mm. 
Now, to be fair, everybody that we did open this up to, we got a handful of submissions when we said best MMA fight of the decade. And Dylan versus Khabib got a number of notices. So (laughs) just let's not mock what was truly an impressive achievement in Hmm. uh, 10 second brawls. I mean, it's hard to take a flying kick to the face. I mean, I was impressed that he was, you know, still uh, had his wits about him. Yeah. Still, there's nothing I love more than people going like, I had you know, a sexual escapade that, that, that went south on me once, <laughs> knee right to the face, and it did not go well. But the people wow. who are like, you know what, for that split second, Dylan, he stood his ground, man. He was, he was in it. <laughs> he was. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. So those are those are some good ones. I think this is a much easier category. Gary, who was the breakthrough grappler on Instagram? this year ooh man instagram personality for grapplers hmm well, gordon's kind of always done the same thing fair so we Would definitely you aren't giving that to talking him about gordon that is only mm. one of four reasons we brought you on this podcast man i would i'm gonna go with nikki rod on this one mm. yeah that's right that's that's where my bias would lie i mean Kev? What was the category again? Because I got uh, distracted by fight event of the year on our other list. It is best grappler on Instagram. And Kevin doesn't do Instagram, so Kevin can <laughs> basically just name anybody. No, no, no. But I, mm. I've thought about this a little bit. Because mm. to me, this is easily one of those two Austin Checkmat brothers. What are their names? Oh, um, uh, I don't know. The Tackett Bros? Thank you. The Tackett brothers are my clear nominee for the Instagram darlings. Mm, it's fair. He, he, you know what? He did have one of the most replayed moments. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He got smacked in his face, and it wasn't his fault. He did. <laughs> I would, I would argue. That's, careful. No careful one's there. Smacked in the face. Wait. Careful. Which smacked? part of what I said are you warning me about? That wasn't his fault. Smacked? He was gonna, smacked gonna, in gonna, the gonna, face by smacked. He was smacked. Yes, I'm, ups, I'm upset. I'm upset by the nomenclature. We're oh gonna, my we're god! Choose the word smacked. If you had said you were coming Does on, that to really defend, do it justice. If you had said you were coming on to defend Tex Johnson, I would have been like, "Oh, okay." Gary's out of options. He's, he's no longer <laughs> fighting in any. But you have options. I know you do. So it's shocking to me that this is the take you're coming in hot on. Yeah, smacked in the face was a tacket, brother. I'm I'm gonna go with saying that that was a clear punch to the face. <laughs> We're gonna say smack. Okay, like, that's what I have an issue with. I have an issue with with like how you make it seem like it wasn't that severe. Oh, like, oh, no oh wow! Deal. Oh, yeah. this is shocking. Oh, like yeah, AJ or something like that. Okay, no, no, no. I, I, we're we're back on the same side, Gary. We might as well. Okay, we might yeah, as well. I could tell you thought I was on the other side of things, which would have been Gary, funny. I thought you were about to be like that was barely a kiss. <laughs> I was gonna be like, I've <laughs> lost my mind. I don't know it's okay anymore. <laughs> No, I thought about is, saying that. I thought about saying that. I did. Had a moment where I realized in in an exchange, Gary said he's like, I was like, well, you know, Gary, I'm immortalized now as being the guy who was on the mic on that one. Gary's like, I never actually heard 
what was said there. And I was like, oh, if you hear it, you will definitely hear me. And Gary, why don't you try and recreate how I sounded on that call? And brother up. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's you and Gordon, and you're both like, well, the fight was going on in Oh, whoa, shit. <laughs> because who expects to get smacked, or I'm sorry, Gary, punched in the Viciously. middle of <laughs> like, <hooked>. like that? <laughs> like, I, there's a lot of things I expect, but that was not mm. one of them. And then when I do, and me being like, well, it looks like he's starting to push, whoa, Ooh. and then realizing, like, <laughs> shit, they, Andrew Dice clayed me. Fuck. That's what I'm going to sound is being like, he got a hit in the face. So no. So now I'm listening to that. And I go, well, that's my voice now forever on that. You're the woe guy. I am the woe guy. And to be fair, I beg someone to go back in time and live that one differently. But that was definitely the reaction that was pure uh, in my heart at that time. But I do love the immediate note from Gordon right after was that's an immediate DQ. Everybody knows that. Um, I love Tech it. should be ashamed I of himself. So much. I, I, like, I don't know why we're not doing an immediate DQ right now, because he, if you look at him, he, he he's clearly uh, already gone against the rules. And I was like, no, Gordon, nobody cares what you think. <laughs> it's about was, what's going to happen. We were with him. If you're watching it, you're like, God, Gordon's right. Not wrong. Like he's, he's so right with every part of what he called. Immediate DQ, and they're like, let's everybody hear it out. And I was like, oh, I forgot. This is America. <laughs> yeah, this is a great country, isn't it? Like, fuck well, it. Jesus, let it go. <laughs> the only thing that That's makes so it a crazy. little funnier, though, was the fact that afterwards that the good folks at BJJ Fanatics were like, oh, you know what? It's our fault. We forgot to say no punching. Can we? Let's give <laughs> out back. another award. Does Gary Tonin have a comp award? Gary, is there anyone that has ever hit, punch, smacked, or poked you that hard during a match? Uh, just me and Gordon, probably, but not during an actual match. So like, that's us not training. Us training, match. we get into fistfights sometimes, but um, during a match, uh, I think probably the closest is like, like I would say Wagner Hosha. Yes. He'll, like, he'll like rip your fingers. Mm. He'll like twist your fingers back and shit. Um, okay. Trying to think who else. Anything significant? I was expecting Paul Harris to club me hard in the head because he does that to almost everybody, and uh, didn't get that from him. So I think he was worried. Not really sure if he reached that far away from his ankle, you'd heel hook him. He was like, "Shit, (laughs) maybe." Son of a bitch, Uh, Uh, Kevin. I'm gonna open this one up to you. This one is an important one. It was most fixed match of the year in MMA. Yeah. Does that Tito match count versus whoever the fuck he fought? Uh, oh. Versus Alberto Del Rio, the pro wrestler from WWE. Does that count? Yeah, I mean, do you call it a match? Cool. Or do you Does not? it matter? Because the best answer is Fabricio Verdum. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was Brock Lesnar versus. No. no. Oh my God. Oh, who's the Mexican fighter? For, he's on, oh, he's on the Modelo. Cain Velasquez. He's on the Modelo commercial. Go. God damn it. There. Mm-hmm. Cain Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. There I did it. Uh, well, okay. Gary, I came you up with have the two contender. most fixed fights of 2019, <laughs> and I crushed a, that quick. It was pretty good. Gary, do you have a contender for most fixed match of the year? 
Yeah, I think uh, probably uh, Khabib versus Connor again. I think Connor obviously <laughs> took a dive. Obviously, absolutely. Well, yeah. here's the good news, Gary. I'm so glad that you said it like that because we also have to hand you the That's most uh, fixed ADCC match of all yeah. time between you and Gordon. So congratulations. Not only did you get grappler of the something, but you also mm. are a double winner here for most fixed match between Gordon. I and honestly, ADCC. I wish that it was because it would be less embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, no. Pretty much just fucking fucked up and got my back taken really quickly. Well, <laughs> Gary, Gary, you know what's crazy? And then once crazy? I did, I had one arm behind my back. I had <laughs> Gordon strangling me with one hand. Uh, he's set a full figure four, I'm pretty sure, around my torso. And I'm thinking to myself, as this is happening, I'm going, well, you can't, there's really nowhere you're going to go. It's not getting any better than this. <laughs> there is no, like, Sure, I just put out an escape DVD. Just to let you guys know, when your arm is trapped against your waist and somebody locks a full figure four and they have an arm already around your neck, unlikely. You're not. You're probably not going anywhere. It's probably the end of the match. Um, I'm just going to say so this, So I'm Gary. thinking this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You finish. I was just saying, I'm thinking this in the match. And I'm like, yeah, this is the end. Uh, I'd like to tap now so I don't have to endure any more of this because this is the end. However, if I do that, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, he fucking... He just fucking gave up. It was a fucking fixed match. You know, so I'm like, okay, I have to now try to survive as long as I possibly can, short of going unconscious in this strangle situation where an arm's already around my neck and I have no way to defend it whatsoever. So I just had to fucking choke on my own spit for like 10 to 15 seconds before God. I like felt it was... <laughs> that was I was capable of tapping to to the strangle and making it not feel to other people like I just gave up or some shit. It's just like, dude, my fucking hands behind my back. What do you what do you guys want from me? Did we? So there's two things I guess we have here. One, did Danaher like go away at that point? Did he not coach either of you? Did he pick a side? Was he just in the middle? Did he go outside and have a smoke? What did he do during that? I'm assuming he took out two voodoo dolls and started stabbing one of them with fucking pins. Um, that's probably how he made the match happen like that. I'm pretty the only sure way he I just... can reconcile losing to Gordon. I think he was Second pretty much happy, of, like just looking over at you and going like, "Oh goody, my Christmas is here." Excellent. <laughs> so you were the minus seventy-seven category. Gordon was the minus ninety-nine. I want to talk about what was voted most sexual match of 2019. Most sexual match and that is you versus dante leon do you have comments you're winning a second category this is unbelievable this is third category actually third category i get most sex most sexual damn uh well first off i couldn't say i couldn't uh, i couldn't be prouder Um, you you don't sound surprised i'll say that (laughs) is is everyone noticed he's like he's like wow that's uh what a non-surprise award i've won (laughs) Dante, I thought that too. I actually thought that too. He just said that to Verbal Tap Legal. We had to edit it out. I was so happy about the fact that like Kevin comes up with a dubious award and Gary is in on the joke and then just goes, I mean, well, thank you. That you know, it's just nice to be recognized. You know? Like thanks, dude. Finally somebody noticed. It's just uh, you put your work out there, and you you, you hope you spin, you turn, you take those wrestling takedowns with a little panache. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you what do you believe was the most sexual part of that match? Oh, it's hard to pinpoint, but from his ass, we could just let me smell my own parts for a moment. Ability, and then you really, <laughs> I thought you pushed the action right at the right time. Things got hot, mm-hmm. things got quiet, things got downright punchy in those last mm. three minutes. That's why I fell in second. Mm. All right, very good, very good. Well, I'm not going to argue. What was your key to Certainly success? Certainly not going to argue against it. KY Lube. Did you use like a heating lubricant? What did you do? Mm. Dude, heating lubricants. Let's talk about that for a minute. Like what a, speaking of like dubious cells, like I don't know w- what marketing team got together and was like, hey, we're going to take <laughs> this idea, this, we'll, we'll call it like warming lubricant, right? And it sounds good. Like, all right, warm. That's great. You know, all right, that sounds like it's something desirable. Heating. And then when people frequently go to what's it, used. they're literally going to burn themselves alive from the inside. Like, How dare you. <laughs> so, and then they have the audacity to come out and make fire and ice condoms. Did you light now, candles first? Do fire and ice sound like anything you want anywhere near your genitals? No. How. At that marketing meeting, how did that, how did that, they're like, yeah, we can sell that. Your genitals on fire. Hold your on. Genitals I'm looking at Verbal Tap Legal. If Gary Tony brings up his genitals, or am I allowed to talk about them? And they said, no. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I've I been silenced. One dude who was in the meeting who, when they go, all right, guys, you know, the market's getting a little rough out there. Um, how are we going to break through? What are we going to do next? And one guy just goes, well, does anybody else put Icy Hot on their fucking genitals? And it's just <laughs> silent. And then everybody goes, you know what? We're just out of ideas. Give it to Jim. He's had a rough year this year. Yeah. We can sell that. Yeah. yeah insanity. Know, that's that's a pretty fucking, uh, you know, that's a that's a different world. Now, having said that, if Kevin went that way, Gary, what was the least sexual? Uh, oh, least sexual. Least sexual. Like mm. one you look at and go, uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to look at this. Keenan's um, ADCC performance. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, wait, hold on. That brings up a good idea. I guess the other thing we should hand out to the Blue Basement is an honorary recognition of being called the Pink Basement for the month of September. For most eye venereal diseases mm-hmm. that could possibly sure. happen. Yeah, I mean, it, I've been trying to prevent the team from diseases like this for a long period of time. And, I hope that's you know, on Dan Hur's DVD this week, How to Keep a yeah. Clean Gym. Well, like a lot of people were talking about, you know, all right, well, we need to clean the mats more. We need to, like, check people as they're coming in that are visitors. And John was, John was like, yeah, we can't, like, keep having these visitors come in and this, that, and the other thing. But, like, my approach was to just explain to the team the importance of ass eating and your, and health. Like it's kind of like a probiotic in a way. And, uh, I just really felt like if the team added that in more as a whole, they would be much more resistant to any of these potential diseases. But I think they're leaving themselves open because they're, you know, leaving too pure of a lifestyle here. 
Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that. But we have to move on to another uh, award, and this one is for wow. The... <laughs> well, what else <laughs> do you gonna... want me to say off that? When you get to the ass eating portion, there's not a way to top that. You just kind of that's go... where that's where it just that's too much for you guys. That's no, I'm just that's saying. I was critiquing you. your involvement already. I was like, is he doing a clockwise tongue or a counterclockwise tongue? I wanted to do <laughs> specifics, and I don't feel like I got it. So, All right. Good. Look, I if we we're just some comments on it, Rob. If we're, we're trying to, to that one under the rug. analingus no, no, captains, we're going to do it in a way that's constructive. Thank you. Kev, here's what you should know, and that you've never had to sit next to an experience, which is – when Gary and his cronies go on eating ass rants, super helpful. This is a real thing. Sit next they to talk about it ad do. nauseum. Okay. So when I'm looking at my podcast and my valuable time on what we can be talking about, I mm. say if you go down that Alice and Wonderland rabbit hole, we might not end mm. up out of talking about the asshole for about another twenty minutes. Is this accurate, Gary? Sure, but is like what's wrong with that? Um, you know, who doesn't like going down the rabbit hole? So I'll use your own expression. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why I made that reference, you dummy. I was hoping it was an easy layup. Thanks. You're welcome. I need these kinds of things. I know. I try to set you up like fucking Pippin and Jordan, but instead, you're just <laughs> sitting there just being like fucking Kobe Bryant to mix my metaphors. Gary, <laughs> this is an important fucking category, so I need you to come through on this one, though, okay? I'll take a deep breath. This is the <laughs> Go. This is the most important, one of the most important ones. It is the Tom DeBlas Award for inspirational inspiration Woo. on Instagram. Who is going to win that one? Oof. The Tom DeBlas Inspiration Award. Damn. Um, who gives the most inspirational? This is a new Rant. award for us here at the Verbal Tappies. We're excited to announce it on the honor of the one and only. Probably Cyborg. I would go with Cyborg. Cyborg? You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've never seen uh, more inspirational posts after, like, <laughs> assaulting a competitor or, <laughs> like, like, it's just really impressive the way he comes back from those tough moments. You heard it here. Uh, Kev, what it's do you a, have on your side? The heartwarming story. The most Tom DeBlasian? Oh, no, no, no. You you can go on to another category. Oh, excellent. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm hitting back to my MMA categories. Mm. Spats you wish you wore. This is a tough category. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Ethan Krenlinson has a style that I just wish I had absorbed. And at ADCC, I felt like there were some people that really encompassed it. But the people demand to know, Gary, you normally yeah, go sure. with a patriotic sort of build a butcher like look. Mm. Are there ever grapplers that wear something you're like, those are spats I wish I wore? Mm. Um, mostly female grapplers. Um, but other than that. Learning more and more about you after your Jessica the Rabbit Reindeer bullshit. This is <laughs> yeah, super helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, now we're starting to see a trend here. It's good. 
You um, you beat Davi Ramos and I can't forgive you. But you tell me the answer to this. <laughs> you ruined my grappling childhood, you piece of shit. Oh no, wow. I didn't know this was a I was tugging on heartstrings with that one. When you beat Davi Ramos, you didn't know you were spitting in the I, face I didn't know th- of people that started grappling ten years ago. Yeah, I did I didn't know that was uh was well, your name. Now man. you do know. It hurt. Davi hurt, we hurt, the Davi Ramos is hurt. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> Davi Ramai. I think they're the Davi. Fuck you, Gary, with your bullshit. <laughs> it's not enough to beat him. You don't have to insult our grammar about how we celebrate him. <laughs> oh, I'm well, back. I'm I mean, back. I'm fine. It, was, it was the only the second match that I won uh, via giving the other competitor a heart attack. So <laughs> it just wasn't said, entirely a novel experience to me. It just said decision. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I don't know if that's a great enough description of what went down. But. <laughs> what went down? How did Davi Ramos lose to you? Mm, well, uh, I repeated, re- repeated one minute breaks on the sidelines after kidding? 30 seconds of action. Uh, you know, time after time after time. And then uh, eventually I managed to scramble to his back in like the last 10 seconds and didn't quite get the submission. But by, in technicality, it was a decision. But in my opinion, it was a win via asthma attack TKO uh, because <laughs> on multiple occasions, he literally couldn't continue. So that's not his thing. Hmm. So he, okay, <laughs> well, this is tough because if you started watching grappling, say 10 mm-hmm. to 12 years ago, he was one of the first Atos Brazilian people that was like doing cool shit. Yes. He was, he was submitting people and like trying to submit people, which was kind of cool. Rare to see that many years ago for sure. Yeah. But that doesn't sound like what you experienced. It sounds like you it, experienced it was not. an asthma attack. Well, things have, things have changed. Who's changed? Have, what happened? Things have exchanged. If it's changed yeah. position, then let me let me just you know. say something to you. Fuck I like this, Raf. I'm gonna throw the microphone off my loft. I'm so angry. This is <laughs> big. Mom. This big titty reindeer is just acing people <laughs> I used to love. This, it's like, Gary, oh, he had an asthma attack. Gary's retired. Say, All we're left say with anything is, about it. Saying anything about a loft, I feel like just immediately just <laughs> ruins any argument that you may have had. Look, <laughs> I live downtown. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say here about that match in particular, Gary, is I don't know if you know this and you're like, I don't know why he needed all these breaks. Dude, that's not how he rolls. You've seen him at ADCC. He's all about like, let me just armbar you in six seconds. That's my match. I won. Yay. <laughs> Like, that's what he's looking to do, bro. So the fact that you kept mm-hmm. being like, hey, bro, can we keep going until, like, maybe a submission happens? Mm-hmm. It's kind of rude. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Couldn't uh, couldn't keep that stroke rate up, yeah. you know? Not, not wasn't today, in it not to win it. Day. Doesn't have that, as uh, as some would say, that porn star cardio. No, not there. Well, Gary, I know that you came equipped with <laughs> a couple last categories that we can give out before we start sure. to wrap things up. So what were some of the categories you were looking to give mm. out? So I don't think we, we touched upon most things already. Okay. I, I wanted to go over like who is most likely to get assaulted in a BJJ match, but we kind of already talked about that. 
Um, but I think there were some contenders there because Gordon got assaulted this year, Tackett. <laughs> I don't know if AJ got assaulted this year during a grappling match, but I, I assume Probably. if he did have any matches, yeah, no, he did. I, it's the same for So I feel like there's quite a few. Like it's, It happens more than we would think it would happen in professional grappling shows. So, man, I don't know. Uh, so we kind of touched on that. We'll move Tougher category uh-huh. than it normally would be. Uh, Keenan yeah, got assaulted yeah. by the germs of your gym. Oh. <laughs> so uh, Keenan see. got assaulted by his own weakness metabolism. There we go. <laughs> um, and then the other one was most likely to die during a, a serious flexing accident. Uh oh! Oh shit! This one's tough. This has you have a lot of teammates that are gonna take this category. Sure, sure. I think like Tom definitely is in the running for that. (laughs) Double Uh, ass. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The amount of shirtless selfies. See, you need to get into the whole Instagram thing to really understand this community, Kev. Oh, (laughs) this is helpful because I just assumed he was over there preaching, just like. I'm actually gonna do 90 minutes on why your body doesn't define you as the shirtless preacher. Deal. I think that's, that's a good brand for him because it, it is like a mixture of preaching and like and just flexing. Uh, I would say during the same post Ra- or every Raph, other post. Raph has called him grappling Oprah, which has always yeah, been yeah, super yeah. helpful. I the thing first of all, I'm looking to see if shirtless preacher is uh, taken on Instagram <laughs> while we're on here. But I there's not make... at least one guy preaching shirtless. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I, there, there's a lot of people. I'm gonna live start in doing Florida. it myself if nobody's doing it. We gotta I fill agree. that void real I quick. Think, I agree. I gotta go into Arkansas. Hold on. Shirt off. Good news here, though, Gary. There is the shirtless preacher, but not a shirtless preacher. Ah, okay. And this dude is named Trevor, and he starts by saying, "No one owes you anything." By the way, he has 1.5 thousand followers inspirational speaker and i believe one of his brackets is he says he's an encourager that's not good. okay you don't ever want to tell people you're an encourager <laughs> people should just find that what do you do for a living i'm an encourager i'm an encourager it's like what <laughs> it's like oh i sell i don't heroin. really do things i just, I I just make that tell other people I'm just like, you should really do that. Follow your dreams. I know I'm not following mine, but. I just like the idea of if somebody had to write down the traits that they have that are their, like, best attributes in a group therapy exercise, they'd be like, well, why don't you write down some of yours? And then they get the sharing and they go, well, I'm an encourager. That's it. No, you're going to get another 90 seconds. Come up with something else, dude. That's definitely something my mom would say. An encourager. Um, well, that's good. Um, Kevin, do you have any last categories for us? I I don't, um, except one. Mm. Gary, scale mm. of this is the best new grappler award I think you could you could give out. Mm. Grappler you're most scared of. Mm. Ooh, most scared of? You heard me. <sighs> I didn't I'm stutter. Think I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I give I'm it. so sorry. You're I, I so much I, better at this than I am. I just want to be clear. <laughs> just... I think I have to give that one to uh, to Danis as well. You know? Um, Dylan? I really, um, despite beating him two times, uh, 
I'm just, uh, I'm really intimidated. Um, yeah. You especially by his posts with, uh, with women that are drastically more attractive than any woman that, uh, I've ever been with. Um, that he had, he had Instagram posts with one of my favorite porn stars of all time. And I'm just <sighs> at one point at this point, just crushed emotionally, physically, mentally, sexually. We've I'm been, distraught, man. We've been talking about I'm this. Scared. His record is like genuinely 16 and 0 when his record is mm. not 16 and 0. It's unbelievable. I think the guy's a real fake until you make it kind of look, you heard it here. Gary Tonin's. What part of his what part of that's fake? I don't know. What are you talking him, about? Him, not you. It's just like they <laughs> they flock to him like he's won the title. It's amazing. I mean, he, you don't think he's the greatest grappler in MMA? I might is that not. what you're trying to say? I might or, not think he is. He could a, beat you once or twice. That would be fucking helpful to his cause. That would be or, super helpful. Here's something I could. We already just I'm told just... you how he did beat me, though. Maybe He, he wasn't did not. Though. I watched. God damn it. Don't <laughs> insult or, me or, here. Or maybe there's this. Maybe, and I'm just throwing out weird things here. Maybe he's paying them? You know what I mean? These photos it could be a thing. You know? Does that not count? That's because I've been counter. counting those experiences. When I tell people my my body count, that's usually paid. Usually, Gary's included. also like I've been. I don't paying tell people anybody that there's paid years. included, but I'm, I'm counting it. I've earned uh, so many not, dollars. Taboo? And don't do so that. many semi-attractive people. Are you kidding? Trust me, it's not dollars. <laughs> and I have to say, big credit to Gary for knowing exactly the kind of uh, clickbait shit that our podcast needs, but re- refuses at almost every opportunity, which is. The headline of this podcast should be Gary Tonin says he's afraid of Dylan Dennis. <laughs> uh, I won't write that out of fear of none Gary. of us will write it, but you know what? <laughs> someone will at some point. So uh, let's let's all look forward to in six months when someone stumbles upon this again that they uh, they say such a thing. Gary, I'm going to say this for you. Uh, the last category is most likely to have a terrible 2020 in MMA and grappling is. Mm. Oh, damn. I hate to keep drawing this back. Nah, I won't even. Um, he's retired now. Um, <laughs> you retired? Terrible. Who would have a terrible, not me. Oh. Um, so. Sorry. Terrible 2020. That wasn't a the worst one. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, getting, I'm just going to draw back to other things. We Are talked you sure about. it's not you? Roth hates when I do that. Yes, that's fine. Mm. I don't know, man. Have you considered yourself? Well, I, have I considered me? Do I think uh, my 2020 is going to be the worst? Or have you thought about somebody you would like to have a bad 2020? Oh, somebody I want to have a mm-hmm. terrible 2020. You already mentioned AJ. He's out in the world. Yeah, I mean, they are. They are. I, guess, I think we talked about them plenty already. Um, hmm. I don't have it. There's not as many fun grudges anymore. Couldn't agree with more. These people. It's like it's once you once you beat all these people over and over and over again. It's just like starts to lose the excitement of like talking shit about him I mean, to be fair on the other side once gordon is gone we're gonna have to invent a whole new way of how people address each other what if it's a more peaceful thing like Raph. what if it, his Raph. grappling death brings about 
some sort of weird balance to the force, Gary. A 10-year piece where gra- <laughs> grappling becomes great again, where we all just uh, just quietly uh, talk amongst ourselves about Everybody's how respectful, very respectful we want to be and bow to each other. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. Yeah. Bereft. Yeah. Mm, and then step. no money is in the sport, and we all yeah. fucking <laughs> don't fucking basically can't do this professionally anymore. Grunt we just Gracie. go back to the dark ages where we're just paying IBJJF to compete, and, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Cron Gracie's still fighting in the UFC, so Gary has something. It's to do. true. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> wish that upon him. I only. I want him to. I want. I would like a match with him at some point, but I don't really. Would you like him to try and figure out what's in that fucking tiny box for one FC? That's not a fate I wish on my worst enemy. I mean, the other <laughs> thing is this: Gary's been pretty consistent about being like, "Hey, Cron, uh, do you, do you wanna? Do you wanna fight? No." All right. Well, hey. you know, I do. So, I mean, you, we know that you story. do win the match. I will give you points. Like if the, if it was a Tonin versus Gracie Destiny match at this point, it's pretty mm. Tonin heavy. Mm. I mean, I, I'm trying. I think, okay, if, we, <laughs> if I want to take shots at anybody, I've been thinking about this the whole time. We've, you've been giving me time <laughs> to think about it. If I do want to take shots at anybody, maybe Colby. I mean, he already just, he just lost the title. I think he's going to have a pretty terrible... Point see, this is only gonna it's only gonna get oh, worse. He's I mean, there's some talks that we your... might have a grappling match. Yeah, uh, Ted, a couple organizations have been hitting me up about this. You're so I think ass. if that happens, he's definitely gonna have a terrible 2020. But like, when did he? When did that happen? Because it happened for like a half second when it was mm. being mentioned. Well, he first just tossed talked a bunch of shit randomly at on uh, that guy. Uh, he does MMA roasted, I think. Uh, yes. Adam, Adam Hunter. Last name. Hunter. Okay. Nice, yeah. And, uh, Adam Hunter was just like, he was kind of doing what you do for me, Ross, but like, you know how you do it in like a super subtle way where you give me layups yeah. and like, it's not obvious to other people until I tell them that's exactly yeah. what you were doing. Yes. Uh, he was basically just going down a list of things he knew Kobe would talk shit about. Like it was so incredibly like. He's just like, yeah, what about Gary Toten? What about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? <laughs> and and uh, I, I don't even know if there was a real, like, any grudge there at all whatsoever. But it, I was just on the list of people to talk shit about. So then uh, I attacked, and his sister came to his aid, but I don't think he said a single thing about it. Um, so um, what else? Oh. And then, yeah, I don't know. It just came up recently that he's going to do some grappling shows. So I think that's going to happen. Uh, a couple people talked to me about it. I, I, I don't know. I'm in the, under the impression they have spoken to him about it already. So we'll see well, where that, that goes. That would be fun. I think we would all be on it. And, you know, I have to say the worst part about that actual setup was when I realized the moment between you and Colby and we were having fun making fun of you was I was like, fuck. I have to be team Gary on this. There's there's no like <laughs> facetiously being like, I hope Gary dies. Oh man, Gary, you suck. This is one where we're like, yeah, we all have to just get behind Gary on this. So. <laughs> Fuck, fine. I should I, I don't know if I should I go for mimicking on, in, in this match or the same way that I did with Dylan and just try to copy his entire persona prior to it because it's I feel not a bad idea. I really want to. I I did one video like it, and we did a pretty decent job. I don't think very many people saw it, but uh, not that I expected them to. But I think uh, it's a really easy character, and uh, I think I could do it way better. 
And you know what so, the worst part is, Gary? He was starting to get tired in the last couple weeks when he was on that booking tour to promote this last fight. He was literally toward the end of it when they go, hey, what about this? What about that suit you're wearing? He's like, yeah, it's from a wrestler, you know, Nick Bockwinkle, pro wrestling. You recognize it? And I was like, oh, my God, he's so tired of being him. It's so He can't great. even do it anymore. He's just like, he's that kid who just shows up and is like, I don't have the energy to be Colby today. I'm just, um, <laughs> I have to also train you idiots. I don't just do the character. The training yep, yep. is tough. So, yeah, you should 100% do it. I think uh, I think you're right about that look of of getting away with that kind of douchebaggery. So, I mm-hmm. think I think it's right in your wheelhouse, don't you, Kev? I can't imagine Gary acting, but otherwise, yeah, I was I was <laughs> in on every other part. Hey, Gary's acting versus Colby's no, acting. Good. I'm just like having. You know what I mean? We, I've taken are, a contrary we, position to his existence, mostly. Well, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of high school acting experience, um, so I think I could do this well, Kev. Contrary to your belief, you I keep saying that. this, but I've still never seen video evidence of you performing in your set high school musicals. You know, because. I'm more disappointed with you that you haven't been able to find said video evidence. Wait, like is that's it on there? you as a hold on? No, no, oh, no, it's no. definitely it out, out there. there. It's, it's out absolutely there. out there. Oh, All of ouch. those were filmed, dude. Raph, Every single play that I ever did in high school was he's filmed. You can, if you go to the right channels, you will hold find on. it. Okay, hold on. Gary Tony. There's DVDs out there. Gary Tony. Oh, I don't know if you can like look it up on Google. Harry. Like you might have to do deeper digging than that. But well, I'm starting. It's out um... there somewhere. <laughs> the first thing that comes up is from MMA fighting. And it says, one's Gary Tonin says, UFC promotion has become like stealing from 7-Eleven. What a, what a <laughs> profound statement. I have Gary so much Tonin. work to do. I have to get in touch with so many family members. <sighs> well, listen, Gary, this has been a blast reconnecting and making sure that you're still alive. Because, again, Nally Gordon's dead. It's going to fall on you to, like, do that quasi amount of trash talk that we are allowed to see or at least that one fc allows you to do um (laughs) because it's gonna it's gonna get a little quiet out there in the grappling world even though you know old man retirement over there is gone but we're very appreciative and i have to say this on a very real note which is i think it's a good compliment to you we do these things in jest but it is kind of nice when everybody says your name when we are looking to do these uh, year of complications. And we definitely got a number of people saying funny things. When we asked for the best submission of the decade, someone said, you mean uh, Rampage submitting to his ego to get that cash checked for losing to Fedor in a staged fight? Like, that's a funny answer. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of people were making sure to make sure you were mentioned. So whether that was fate or... Uh, some sort of thing that said, yeah, we should bring Gary on. We're glad that you were here to have some fun with us. Kev, do you have any departing words for Gary Tonin? I wish you were worse at grappling and fighting. It would be so much easier to make fun of you, but God damn, you're good at it. Keep doing more of it in 2020 because you are now our last bastion of hope. Yes, yes. That's uh, how I see it as well. And I will... Uh, Quite I sure your lighthouse is small. Sorry, was that too much? I'm looking at Verbal Tap Legal. They're like, that was too much. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was fine. 
Well, yeah. Gary, do you have any departing words for us that we should hear? What, where can people find your DVD? Where can people find you? All of that good stuff. Um, well, the DVD is on BJJ Fanatics with a number of other products, which are pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Good. It was fun to look around their, uh, their studio and see some of the DVDs that they have made. <laughs> uh, for certain individuals, none of them in particular come to mind at the moment as like, there's some funny ones out there though. So if you, I think that would be worth doing a bit on maybe in the future for you guys and mm. to research some of these like obscure videos that these guys have done with different people <laughs> and kind of, I don't know. I think that could be, there's something there. Maybe there's we should something. do a uh, lesser known BJJ fanatics, DVD instructionals. The hey, ones that Kevin, you've never you remember used? when the founding yeah. fathers were trying to explain the stock market and they were fucking idiots because they didn't understand advanced <laughs> economics. Maybe there's a sketch around that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. anyway, yeah, we'll find uh, we'll find it there, I guess, amongst that. And I don't know if there's anything else really that important. Hopefully, I fight sometime soon. Jesus that would be Christ. nice. Doubt um, it. Doubt it. <laughs> I'm waiting, man. I mean, you know, they try to set me up the with this Russian guy, Masrat Gafarov, and I think that's how you say his name. Who the hell knows? Probably not. Um, some communist. But uh, he didn't want to make weight, even though he's made weight for that weight class every time he's ever fought. So, you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, I don't know. That was really weird. To a little bit more of this, my man. Yeah, it's uh, so, I mean, tough. I'm going to fight at 170 at some point anyway. I think, but it's tough just because I did my first two fights. But he'll hook this. Just doesn't seem people. like it makes sense. Like I'm going to fight. 50, I'm trying to get a 55-pound title, and this guy's at 55, and he's fought for the title multiple times at 55. Like, why are we not? Why are we going to do this at 70, and then my next match is going to be a title? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Stay at 55, and then they put it, be a diva about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm staying at 55 because that's where I knock motherfuckers out. Don't be just or, like, don't at this apologize. Point, I'm just going to like take whatever I can get. Like, no, no, no. God what damn it. No, Gary. Fuck. Oh, Raph, your turn. Or Gary, just make your own weight class because that's what everybody's doing. Create your version of a bad motherfucker belt. Don't let them talk you into shit. Be like, uh, true. Good point. This is Gary. I tried to create that. I tried to create your mom's favorite grappler, and nobody's challenged me for the title. Yeah, how has nobody taken you up on that? That's a great moniker. Uh When I saw you do that, I was like, you know what? Here's a title that I think is really should go far at this point. <laughs> so hopefully I create a belt and fight for that title at some point. Or well I guess fight to retain that title. That's what I'd like to do. Maybe I could do that with Colby. We'll see, but probably not. He's not really a grappler. To be fair, be like nobody would match, ever so. refer to him as anyone's mom's favorite grappler, so that's not happening. <laughs> so. But it is a great idea that is a, a marketing tool for the future. Well, Listen, Gary, we're glad that you were able to join us on our last podcast of the year. We're very happy to check in with you. We hope for many good things in this next decade. Maybe you can be uh, this decade's most exciting grappler again. Uh, who knows? We'll have to wait. I mean, the to funny see. part is all it does is take like one match. Like not even like I was actively competing for the whole year. And no. like, boom, most At exciting match in fight to win. Gary boom, Tonin most exciting grappler. Dot Suck com. it. That's two R's, one N, GaryTonin.com. <laughs> is, that, is that what I had to do, Raph? Is that-
I think so. I think. All right, fine. Well, then I'm gonna hit rap on this bitch. All right. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is. Please note the new number is.